You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 47. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey team, this is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body Podcast, and today I want to talk to you about how to pick a personal trainer or even a coach, depending on what you're looking for. I get a lot of people who ask me, especially friends and family, hey, how would I go about finding a personal trainer in my area? What's the best way to find the best coach? What's the best way to find this, that? So I actually have about 10 different things that I would tell you to look for in order to find the very best choice for you. And that goes because it's different for everyone. So there's different things that everyone's looking for when they're looking for what most people call a personal trainer. So the very first thing I tell people, the number one thing you need to, to ask yourself is what exactly is your goal? So you, you want this personal trainer, in order to pick the right one, you have to know what is your goal. Is it weight loss? Is it to get super fit? Is it to get a great workout in once a week and you need someone there to hold you accountable? Is it to put on muscle? Are you trying to enter a bodybuilding contest? Is that your goal? All these different things would mean a different personal trainer or a different coach, depending on what you're looking for. And we definitely live in a time where there is probably a trainer for each and every different goal out there. Everyone sort of has their little niche now, which is great because if somebody is looking to do bodybuilding, I would want them to go to a bodybuilding coach because they're gonna train in a much different way than I train my clients. So I often get people who who find me from some of the awards that I've won and you know they find me on Google and they say, hey, I wanna work with you. I'm trying to enter a bodybuilding contest and this and that. And I always refer them out because that is not my field of specialty and I don't feel like I could do them justice as a trainer for what they actually need. So that very first thing that you wanna do before you pick your personal trainer is to figure out what is your goal. Now the second thing you're gonna do, and it sort of ties in with the first one, so what type of trainer do you need because of this goal? So like I was just saying, you wanna be a bodybuilder? I need you to find a trainer that absolutely works with bodybuilders because they're gonna train you in a much different way. They're gonna probably have you eat in a different way as well. If you are trying to lose weight, you wanna find a certain kind of trainer that's also gonna work with you on nutrition. It is not gonna be enough to work with a trainer and get a beat down workout two, three times a week if they're not gonna help you with your nutrition as well if you're trying to lose weight. So that would be a very specific type of trainer. There aren't actually a lot of trainers who do nutrition. And so they might refer you to a nutritionist or some type of health coach, I, as a personal trainer, do both, but I find that's actually very rare. I don't have a lot of friend personal trainers who really do both together. So depending on your goal, the number one, you have to look for a certain type of trainer. That's your number two. Now your number three in looking for this personal trainer, do you need this to be someone that you work with one-on-one, face-to-face, you physically see them X amount of days a week, or could you do an online trainer? 
And that would probably be also determined by how much money you have. So if you wanna see a trainer live and you want that beat down workout three days a week, five days a week, that's gonna cost X amount of money. There may be a cheaper way to do it online if you don't need someone to actually be in your face. Now, that being said, some people 100% need to meet the trainer at the gym at a certain time or they will not do it. I totally understand that is a certain amount of accountability that a lot of people need. So there's no problem with that, but then that's something you need to know, the location of where this trainer is. If you are someone who could totally train online, depending again on what that goal is, that trainer might actually work with you via Skype video, or like what I do with my clients, I I have videos, I have a whole online program. I don't actually do the Skype face-to-face, but there are trainers who do that. So again, depending on what you need, do you need a physical person in front of you or do you need an online trainer? If you need an online trainer, you might open yourself up to a lot more choices because you're gonna be limited to what's in your area and you might get some better pricing. But again, you don't have to because I totally get it when someone says, I cannot work out at home. I absolutely need to get to the gym and see my trainer. So that's number three. The fourth thing you wanna think about when you have now picked your goal, you know what type of trainer you need, you know you want a physical, you know, face-to-face contact or online, then you wanna make sure that your trainer is certified. So there are certifications that a personal trainer does need. There's many of them out there, A-certified, NASA, AFFA, so many different certifications. I, I mean, I would imagine that if they're putting themselves out there as a personal trainer, they are certified, uh, but that is something you wanna make sure. If you kind of see your neighbor training people and you wanna get in on that, they might not be certified, who knows? You know, you wanna really make sure that they know what they're doing I think a certification is very important, obviously. This is something they're working with your health, they're working with your body, they might be working with you with an injury, or perhaps we don't want to get you injured from working with your personal trainer, so they need to know all about the muscles and and your goal and how to get you there, things like that. So definitely making sure they're certified. Now, would I say that one certification is better than another? Mm, Not really. Some of the best certifications are just a multiple choice test. So I don't necessarily know that that makes you a great trainer. Some of the certifications uh, make you do a video, make you do a live test where someone physically tests you and sees that you can do the motions and you know the moves and the muscles. Um, But I I don't necessarily think that one company is something that you should look for, but you want to make sure that they are certified. Now, the fifth thing you wanna think about is what is their timeline of availability based on what your timeline is of when you want to get started. So a really good trainer is probably booked. I mean, that's how it should be, right? So if you go to a trainer and they can fit you in right now, I don't know, does that mean maybe they're new? It doesn't mean that they're necessarily not good, but maybe they don't have a very full clientele yet. That might be a bonus for you. But if you go to a trainer and they're like, I'm booked out you know, for four weeks and I can schedule you next month, that may or may not work for you. You might wanna get started right away. But I will tell you, a really good trainer is probably booked out and that's okay. Get on the books right away. Even though your first inclination is gonna be, well then forget you. I honestly think 
Go ahead and get in their books because four weeks might fly by and all of a sudden you realize you didn't sign up with anyone and at that point you could have had your first session with this personal trainer. So even though I get it all the time because I actually book out usually a month in advance for my private trainings and I book out sometimes two to three months for the group programs that I do online. I sell out that far in advance and people come to me and they're always like, well, I don't understand why I can't start now and I don't understand why I can't get into your next session. Well, I'm booked and I'm so sorry and I always feel bad sending people away and I encourage them, hey, sign up now for the next session because before you know it, it's going to be here and you'll wish you had gotten on that registration. And of course, lo and behold, there are so many people who say, no, I got to get started now. And then I hear from them three months later and they missed registration again on the next session, which it always breaks my heart. But If someone's good, they're going to be booked up, and that's a great thing. Get on their schedule as quickly as you can. But timeline of availability might be a uh, a yay or nay for you on that personal trainer. The sixth thing, which I think is really quite important when picking a coach or trainer, you kind of want to check out this personal trainer. What is their lifestyle like? So you might check them out on Facebook or Instagram, or if you see this trainer at the gym, this is someone you know, someone you've seen. What are, what are they actually physically like? Because I once picked a trainer long time ago. I wanted to get in the best shape of my life. I was going through a divorce, and I looked at this gal who worked in our gym, and she had the most awesome body. And I said, I want to look like that. I want to train with her. Now, she had kids, so I'm like, oh, it's great because I'm a mom. She's a mom. She's been there, done that. And and so I looked at her and said, I'm going to train with you. Now, I did train with her, and I learned a lot because she taught me a lot about nutrition, and it definitely helped me. But what I started to notice about her is her own weight would go up and down. I would see her put on a lot of weight, then take it all off, put on a lot of weight, take it off over, you know, the years because I went to that gym and I started to realize that she didn't necessarily practice what she preached. And so, you know, when I went to get help again, because we all, I, you know, I always want to get coached and trained by as many people as I can. I actually didn't pick her the next time because that kind of lifestyle I could see she was living was not appealing to me because I felt like if she can't do the program, how can I do the program? Does that make sense? So you want to look at a trainer. And I'm not saying look at a trainer for their body and if that's the body you want, that they're going to be the best because obviously that wasn't necessarily the case for me. I picked this gal because she had a great body and, you know, some of her ways were not how I would train someone today. And I will also tell you, I've seen coaches and trainers out there with a body that I don't necessarily want, but they are unbelievable trainers. They are incredibly knowledgeable and they are fantastic. So I'm not telling you to judge a trainer by their body. I'm telling you to look at a trainer's lifestyle. So if they go out and drink every night, well, then are they really someone who portrays a healthy lifestyle? Maybe something that may or may not resonate with you. Maybe you don't care at all. If they go out and are they a vegetarian, but you're not a vegetarian, or vice versa, you know, you're a vegetarian and you need to be trained by a vegetarian because you want someone who understands what you go through. Those would be lifestyle things that maybe would help you make a different choice on which trainer you might choose. So... Also, like attitude in general, if you see a trainer and they have this awesome 
totally optimistic, fantastic attitude, then that might be really inspiring for you. Or if you see that trainer that's always doing these beatdowns and yelling at his or her clients, or, you know, is that what you want? Some people need that. I'm totally fine. Not a judgment by any means, but some people don't want that kind of attitude. So think about all these things. And again, sometimes we have the ability to look on social media these days at all of these trainers to get a sense of what they are like. And I do think that that's important because you're gonna be working with this person one-on-one, whether it's physically or online, and it's good to know what they are like. Now, the seventh thing that I also think is very important, this is important to me, maybe not important to you, is this trainer pushing any products? And I say pushing because that's really how I feel like it is with some coaches, some trainers. They get you on board and then all of a sudden they're talking to you about all of the supplements that they think you should buy. I personally, as you know, if you've been a fan of Earn That Body podcast or follow me online anywhere, I don't believe in supplements. I believe in healthy eating and exercise. So if someone is gonna approach me and then what I feel like it's pushing, they're selling, you can call it whatever you want, I am totally turned off. Uh, that's another thing, the original coach that I started training with, the gal with the great body, she was always selling a product. Whether it was that protein shake, the protein powder, the this, the that, there was always something she was trying to sell. That to me is a huge turnoff. It might not be for you. Maybe you like supplements, maybe you want that help. Great, then that would be something you're looking for in a personal trainer. But for me, just so you know, if they're selling a product, it's almost like I dismiss them as an option. That is just not a good choice for me, not what I'm looking for in a coach or a trainer. So something to look at. Again, you're gonna find that on social media for this trainer so fast because they are always trying to sell those products. So always check their social media accounts if you can find them. Okay, number eight. Do they change what they are selling to you all the time? What does that mean? It could be a product. I've seen trainers who sell every kind of product there is. First, they're a beach body coach. Then they're an isogenics coach. Then they're a this coach. Now they're selling this product. And they go from product to product to product to product. Right off the bat, I'm already turned off because A, they sell products, but I'm even more turned off because they go from one product to the next. So does that mean they didn't make a good choice the first time with their product? You know, if you're gonna sell a product, you better be diehard, love it, you researched it, it's awesome, it's amazing, you believe in it. If they're going from product to product to product, I just think it's a bad sign. So something to think about. And again, you might catch that on their social media, maybe you've known them for years, maybe a friend of yours uses them, and you see that your friend is constantly trying all these new products, and you say, well, where did you hear about this from? And they say, oh, now my trainer sells this product before he sold this product, or she sold this product. So if they're changing all the time, something to think about. That could coincide, it could be similar to, are they always changing the location of where they're working? So do they work at this gym? And then two weeks later, they're like, oh, I just moved to this area, so now I'm doing this gym, so you have to follow me to this gym. And then a month later, they go to another gym, and you're like following them all over the city, and you start to wonder, are you getting fired? Do you not get along well with the management? Like, what's going on that this person is constantly 
changing something. So whether they're changing the products that they sell or maybe changing the location. I mean, and it happens sometimes. I mean, they might go to a new gym that's totally fine. But some trainers, trust me, you'll see this. They're constantly moving. And that's when I start to wonder what is going on. Because first of all, it's very hard to start a really great clientele if you never situate yourself somewhere and stay there for a long time. So just things that I'm telling you to think about when you're picking a personal trainer. Okay, what's next? Number nine, does their system make sense to you? So before you sign up with a personal trainer or a coach, whatever it is you're looking for, you should have some kind of meeting with them and ask them what, you know, what is your approach? What is your approach to weight loss? What is your approach for helping me become a bodybuilder? How am I going to put on this muscle? What are you going to recommend? And it's a great conversation to know, do they have a plan? Because their plan may not work for you once you hear it. Some trainer might say, yeah, you know, I work with weight loss clients all the time. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put you on an 800 calorie diet and you're going to be like, whoa, whoa, what? (laughs) Did you say 800 calories? Like, first of all, that would be crazy, but I've heard crazier stuff out there. Um, So maybe right off the bat you go, yeah, I don't want to work with you because that system does not work for me. Like starvation's not going to work. Or maybe you're trying to put on muscle and the trainer says, okay, my plan for you is you're going to work out three times a day. And the way that we're going to do that is, you know, you're going to do strength in the morning and cardio at noon. You're going to come back and we're going to do strength again. Well, that system might not work for you. That's a lot going on, right? But maybe you're going to be like, that's awesome. That's exactly what I've been looking for. Okay, great. Then you know. But that is a conversation worth having. If you're going to sit down and pay a trainer, and I've seen all prices from $50 an hour to $350 an hour. So if you're going to be paying someone to get you in the best shape of your life or to help you lose weight or to become a bodybuilder, you should know ahead of time what is their plan, what is their system, and does it work for you? And I want to really put this out there. Use your common sense. If their plan does not sound good to you for some reason, you have a gut feeling that that could lead to injury or that you can't sustain that or whatever it be, always trust your gut feeling, okay? You're going to be spending a lot of money. This is your life. This is your health. So go with your gut feeling and do not be afraid to have a sit-down conversation and ask them what the plan would be to get you to your goal and make sure that that works for you before you sign up for six sessions, you know, 10 sessions, three months, whatever it might be, really make sure that you're excited about how they're going to get you to that goal. Now, the last thing that I think is incredibly important, and you probably know because of what I do testimonial pictures, testimonial verbal testimonials, I should say, from their clients. Why is this important? Well, if you go to a trainer and you say, hey, I'm trying to lose weight, you know, can you do that? I guarantee you, I shouldn't say guarantee, but I can almost guarantee you, almost every personal trainer go, yeah, I can do that. But can they? And have they? And have they had success at doing that? Or perhaps you're like, okay, I'm looking to become a bodybuilder. You know, can you help me with that? There might be a lot of trainers out there who really need the work. And so they're going to say, yeah, yeah, I can do that. But can they? And have they? And what 
have they, what can they show you as that success? Like, yeah, let me show you. I worked with this client, this client, this is their before, this is their after. They won this fitness competition, A, B, and C. So I think these testimonials are absolutely crucial. And I'm not talking two testimonials. Like if you go to their website and they have like one picture of a testimonial, I don't know if that's enough. Do you think one would be enough to really make that overwhelming for you? That like, yeah, this person really knows what they're doing. If you go to my website, earnthatbody.com, I have a testimonials tab and I have picture after picture after picture after picture. And if you go to my social media on Earn That Body, you will see I'm posting after every program I have. So every six to eight weeks when I have a program end, I'm posting their testimonial pictures. I'm showing people how amazing the results are. Picture after picture after picture. I think it's worth everything to know that a trainer can actually get the job done, has actually gotten the job done, and what their clients look like. Or sometimes I just do, you know, text, just the verbal testimonial of how happy my clients were with my program, and I post that. So again, that's why that social media thing is really nice. If you can find a trainer's social media handle, you know, they're at or in that body or whatever they are at, um, check for these kind of things because I see so many trainers you know, posting things that have nothing to do with their clients. Like I never see their clients. And then I see trainers posting all their workouts with their clients and they are like amazing. And I can see that these clients absolutely love their trainer because I can see all these different pictures. They're happy or they're posting their, you know, my client just said A, B, and C. These testimonials are going to tell you a lot about the trainer. So I personally think testimonials are really important if you're looking for the best. You know, you want the best trainer, you want the best results, then let's see what they've done in the past. And that goes right when you have that sit down conversation with them about, okay, how are you gonna get me here? Tell me what the plan is. Can I see some testimonial pictures? Can I see some other bodybuilders you've worked with or people that you helped put on muscle that didn't really have any before? I think it's worth everything to ask those questions and to see that. So those are 10 things that you should explore before you pick your personal trainer or even a coach. Now, that all being said, another really important factor, if you can, is you get referrals. That's always a great place to start to then go into these 10 different ways to pick the trainer. Your friend trains with someone. That's a great referral. They like them, obviously. They're training with them. Maybe you can, you maybe have seen your friend's body completely transform. Uh, if you do see a friend who's in fantastic shape, ask them, like, do you train somewhere? What do you do? Do you train with someone? If they're working with a trainer, that's a great person to go and check out, you know, see if they would be a great fit for you. So a referral definitely is a great way to get started. Now, some people say, um, you know, can you help me get a running coach? Can you help me get a swim coach? Can you help me get a bike coach? Can you help me get a triathlon coach? You know, all these things. I do all these sports, but I don't actually train mostly in those sports. I, I mostly do uh, weight loss. That is definitely my specialty. And I do fitness. But when it comes to finding a running coach, I am not the person for you. 
I do have a half marathon training program and that is for a beginner who just needs an online program because they want to do their first half marathon and it's gonna give them the full calendar and everything they need for nutrition, things like that. But when you really wanna go to a group and you wanna get better as a runner, you need that running coach. So how do you find that coach? Well, the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna ask around and in my opinion, when you're looking for a coach, you want the best. You want the best that you can afford. How about that? When I'm looking for a running coach, I want the very best out there. I want the I want that person who can take me to a level that I am not currently at. So I want to get better. I ask around, I find out who's the best. Uh, same for triathlons. You know, I want to try coach, I want the best. Of course, right now I do have the best, Natasha Vandermer. She is my running coach and my tri coach, and she's the best. And she actually won best triathlon coach in Austin Fit Magazine, so she truly is the best. She's also an incredible athlete, and that's something that I look at as well. If I'm going to find myself a tri coach or a run coach, I want to make sure they do triathlons and that they excel at triathlons or running. So Natasha's like a pro triathlete. She's one of the best runners. She's she's unbelievable. So yeah, I want to train with someone like that because obviously I feel like she knows how to get there. She can help get me there. So that's what you want to look for in a coach. You want to see who they're training, what they're doing. You know, were they a runner? Are they still a runner? Maybe they don't run anymore, but maybe they were an incredible runner in college. You know, maybe they have this background. The best that you can afford is what you want. Ask around, get a referral, go meet this coach. You'll ask them a lot of the same questions that we just talked about for a personal trainer, whether it's a swim coach, a bike coach, or a run coach or a tri coach. Always ask them these questions, get some information. You might try a few sessions, see if it works for you. Honestly, a coach is everything. Whether it's for your weight loss or for your sport, if you need help, then get a coach, get a trainer so they can help you get started on a path so that you can get to where you want to be. And it's not like you have to have this person forever. Like for my Earn That Body clients, my goal is to help educate them, teach them how to eat, teach them a proper fitness routine, you know, what they should be doing during the week for their workouts. Eventually, they don't have to need me anymore, basically, right? So I have like three to four phases of my program. They might phase out after the first 12 week earn that body because they got it. And once they get it, they don't need me forever, right? Once a runner has really great form, they might not need a one-on-one coach forever. They might come back every time they have a race if they want to get faster and they want to do track sessions and all that. Absolutely, that's like that accountability thing. You want to run with people. You want a coach there to time you. Absolutely. But you might not need this trainer forever. And for me, that's definitely not the goal. I don't want my clients to need me forever. I like to create new programs that they're excited to try but then they, they do the program, but they don't have to do it forever. So something also that you wanna think about when you're working with a coach, when you're working with a trainer, cause it can be a little overwhelming. You, you get the price, you're like, oh my God, I can't afford this forever. Well, hopefully you don't have to do it forever. Get the information you need, learn it, get educated, and be able to do a lot of it on your own. All right, so that is everything. How to pick that personal trainer, how to find the best coach. I'm excited because in a few weeks, I'm gonna have a Valerie Hunt on the podcast. I'm gonna be interviewing her. She is one of my running coaches right now who has completely changed my form and helped me do a type of running called pose running. So I was a heel striker. I am not the fastest runner, but I'm getting faster day by day. And in order to change my speed and my form, I started working with Valerie. And so she's gonna be on the 
the show in a few weeks. I'm really excited about it because I think so many people are overlooking their form when it comes to running, and that's why they're always injured. So she does an incredible job, and she's actually, uh, she has a live location in Austin, but she actually is launching an online program as well for runners where she's going to actually be able to help you from afar. So if you don't live in Austin, you will still have the ability to work with Valerie. And she's going to tell us all about pose running, um, how she got into it. And I think it might be great for any of the runners out there, or even if you're not a runner, but you think you've always wanted to try it, this would be a great uh, episode to listen to in a few weeks. All right. So have a fantastic week. Make it a happy one because life is short team. So get out there, be happy, get fit, be healthy, and I will talk to you next week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.